This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1489. Pick up these phrasal verbs for travel. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 150 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection. With your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today is all about travel. How is tech making travel different in our lives? Find out today, plus get the first episode in the series on phrasal verbs in English. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Aubrey, how's it going today? Hi, Lindsay. I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm dreaming about travel right now. I feel like I can't really travel all that much, right? Because we've had a a tough year, 2020. Um, But there have been a lot of great trips in the past that I'm dreaming about. (laughs) What's your favorite trip of all time that you've taken? Could you pick one? Oh, my gosh. It is so hard. I guess when I was in my 20s, traveling for a couple months through Southeast Asia was pretty pretty amazing. Uh, That Um, would be awesome. Backpacking. You know what I mean? Just the the old school style hostels and cheap travel. And Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you? You know, same for me. The the travel I did in Europe when it was cheap backpacks and hostels and you're young yeah. and not worried about anything carefree <laughs> is kind of the best way to travel. <laughs> it really is. It's so good. It's so good. You just feel so free. I love it. And I'm sure our listeners have a lot of awesome travel memories like that, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, this is related to what we're talking about today, guys, because when you travel, there are a lot of phrasal verbs that come up, right, Lindsay? Oh, definitely. I mean, they come up everywhere, right? all over natural native English. So exactly. travel is one direction, but we could really talk talk about any topic and they would come up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> so we got a question from a listener. He was talking about he's really struggling with phrasal verbs like up, down, in, out. And mm. he really confuses. He was giving examples of check in, print out, write down, caught up. And he said, are there tips that I can use for studying these and how to, how to know Know when to use each yeah. one. Oh, yeah. And he's made a really good point. He said, I'm sure there are a lot of English learners that are in the same situation because yes, right? Yeah. Anyone learning English can get really confused by phrasal verbs. Yeah. So are we going to do a little bit of a series here for our listeners here yes. on Allers English? Awesome. You know, I love a series. We're going to do a <laughs> six-part series actually on phrasal verbs, but cool. this will be a little different than maybe you've seen phrasal verbs in the past because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll see phrasal verbs in a list of the verb and all of the different particles that could go with that verb. Mm -hmm. For example, Lindsay, what are all the phrasal verbs you could come up with for the word check for that verb? Oh my 
gosh, check in, check out, check up, check on, check through, check for. It just doesn't end. So many. It doesn't end. (laughs) And they each have a very different meaning. So if you spend time trying to memorize that list of all Mm -hmm. the phrasal verbs with check and what they mean, you still maybe couldn't use it in a regular conversation, like have it come to mind when you're speaking, right? Oh my gosh, that is so true. Yeah. So what do we do then in that case if we're just, instead of memorizing a list, like what what should we be doing? Yeah. So a better option for you might be to learn them with a situation. Like pick a situation like today, we're going to talk about travel and Mm -hmm. brainstorm all of the phrasal verbs that might come up Mm -hmm. in that situation. So today we're going to talk about like heading to the airport to go on a trip Mm -hmm. and a lot of the phrasal verbs that that would come up in that situation. Yeah, I love this because many of our listeners may actually be traveling around Christmas. Who knows? I think different countries are traveling different amounts these days, right? Um, So maybe you guys will have a chance to think about these words as you're going to the airport, as you're traveling. I hope so. Yeah, really good. Really good. Yeah. All right. So let's start Mm -hmm. like you're, you know, headed to the airport. Maybe you're going to travel with a friend. So I think a good phrasal verb would be pick up. Like you're going to yeah. pick up a friend on the way to the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we dive into that, was there, I, I think there was another episode we did, Aubrey, 899, right? Did oh, we mention yes. that yet? Yeah. yeah. Our listeners should go back to that. Yeah. To, to learn more about phrasal verbs. Yeah. We called it, don't get in a tizzy about phrasal verbs. That's a fun <laughs> one. So come back to the blog, search that one. You'll get more mm-hmm. information about phrasal verbs. We've done a few episodes about phrasal verbs because like you said, they're so prevalent. They're yes. all over in the English language and they are very confusing. It's tough to learn them all the context of when to use them. Oh my gosh. It's so tough. Okay. So let's get started then. Pick up. So pick up. All right. So w- how would this apply to travel then? Let's imagine it. Yeah, so you definitely could pick up a friend on the way to the airport. But what mm-hmm. What about picking up food in the terminal? Mm, I think this is a very advanced way to use the word pick up. I'm going to pick up some dinner uh, mm-hmm. at Subway on, on my way to getting on the plane. Right? I'm just going to pick it up, pick up some food instead of buy, purchase. Right? Those are very formal things to say. Pick up food is just very casual, which makes yep. you more real, guys, which is mm-hmm. why you're listening to this show, to become real in English. Exactly. It's very native. Natives say this all the time. I'm going to pick up, I'm going to pick up a drink, you know, before I take my seat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Exactly. And then what about, so I know a lot of our listeners do get confused when we can split the phrasal verb and when we can't, right? So what about for this one? Can we split it, Aubrey? Yeah. mm -hmm. You could say, I'm going to pick up my friend or I'm Mm going to pick my friend up. So that's Mm -hmm. the object, right? My friend. And some phrasal verbs are used as a verb and you don't ever split them. But if they take an object like this one, you can put the object in between the phrasal verb and its particle. So this one you can say either way. Yeah. And as far as I know, there isn't really any rhyme or reason as to like a category of verbs that you can split and can't, right, Aubrey? Do we just have to know them? We have to know each individual phrasal verb and whether or not you can split it. Right. Yes, unfortunately. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I know. This is this is one of the things that makes English hard. I don't think I don't know. I, I've heard a lot of our listeners say like English is not that hard of a language compared to a lot of languages around the world, but phrasal verbs is one of the things, right, that could make it harder. Yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah. If you're really trying to use them correctly the way natives do, mm-hmm. it is. It's complicated. There aren't there's really no rhyme or reason to a lot yeah, of it. Yeah. But that's why we're here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. I, I also think of pick up and also the next one, drop off 
when I think about getting a Lyft. Do you use Lyft or Uber, for example, Aubrey? Uh Uh-huh. I've used Uber a lot in cities. Um, People use it in Phoenix here a lot. Um, I know it's struggling a little bit with the pandemic. I'm curious what's going to happen with those, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, personal rideshare companies. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you would definitely say my, my Lyft dropped me off. Yeah, you would do that. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of hard to know what's going to happen. I I took a lift yesterday to the dentist, actually. (laughs) And uh, I had to I just I always go in and I'm like, can I just open the window? Even though it's getting cold here in Denver, I just ask them, can I open the window? So I just sit in the back with the window fully open and everyone has masks on. Um, But yeah, I hope those services survive because it's really nice to be able to call yourself a lift when you arrive in the airport. You know, to pick up, you know, have them pick you up at the right place, the right terminal, or have a lot of airports where there's like this long taxi um, Mm. line, and you Mm -hmm. can bypass that and just go jump right in your Lyft or your Uber. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just more organized than taxis in general. It's more of a tech 2.0 situation. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know. I hope they survive for sure. I hope so too. So drop off. So taxi, right? The taxi would drop you off. What else would have to do with drop off? Um, you also have to drop off your luggage, right? Mm. When you check in or um, yeah. sometimes if you, you know, are going through security, you mm-hmm. could drop off your luggage on the security platform before you walk through. Right. Do you usually like to do the luggage drop off in the front before you enter the terminal? Or do you usually go and do the whole thing with the lines? Because I feel it's, like a lot of people. Yeah. What do you I do? I was going to say it's been so long since I had <laughs> anything but a carry on. I just really avoid, I I think most airlines now are charging fees for any kind of checked baggage. Mm -hmm. And so I avoid that at all costs. Okay, that's smart. (laughs) Try to just have a carry on. Yeah, really smart. I love it. But you do have to check in, but you can avoid this too, right? If you check in virtually before sometimes. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. That's becoming really common now that 24 hours in advance, you can check in on your phone. Yeah. And then you don't have to check in at the uh, terminal, which is Mm. really time saving. Yeah, it seems like tech is really changing the way travel happens. You know, maybe that's the mm-hmm. theme of today's episode. Like, how is tech completely changing the way we travel? Fascinating. Yeah, it's true. Mm. It is changing a lot. Because if we think about our favorite trips from bygone eras, it was very different. You had to check in at the terminal. You know, you had yeah. to, well, <laughs> I didn't have to pay for my um, checked luggage. So yeah. I brought way more than I should have. <laughs> right. And there were no, there weren't even any state. I think, I feel like now most airports, there are stations like uh, computers that you go to, to check in yourself, self check in, yes. mm-hmm. at least at Boston Logan and Denver. Yeah. Here in airport. Phoenix yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most places do. But back in the day, yeah, you had to walk up to the desk and talk to the person. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and we also use that for uh, the hotel. Once you arrive, you check in at the hotel, Mm -hmm. you know, register there upon arrival. Guys, if you want to make All Ears English a part of your daily habit, then hit that subscribe or follow button now, wherever you listen to All Ears English. And thanks for listening, guys. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, and then this next one is a little bit less techie, but you're just kind of checking back in with the family back home, right? Checking in. Exactly. 
checking back in, we could split that one and put some interesting words there too. Yep. I'm going to check in with the babysitter. Um, Mm -hmm. You can say check on or check in, right? Or say check on my loved ones, check in on everybody Mm -hmm. back home. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it gets tricky, right, guys? Because with check in, you need with after that, right? Check in with or check in on, but we don't want to screw up the what comes after the check in. So guys, that's why you want to come back to the blog and you want to understand how these things are written out. Really important. Yeah, good point. Yeah. That leads into the next one, write down, right? Yeah. <laughs> we write down maybe directions to the airport or, and this is funny too, because this is something that's also changing with technology. Like when's the last time you wrote down directions? <laughs> Never, you know, right? We I just, just use GPS. That. We just Thank use our God. phone. We I don't, don't have, yeah. have to write down directions anymore. But I remember when you had to ask someone where they lived and write down step-by-step directions. Oh, I remember. Yeah, back in the day, I don't know how we did it with uh, maybe making the wrong turn. And then what do you do? Who do you even ask? Have you ever gone to the wrong airport? Uh, I want to ask you that. Have you ever shown up to the wrong? Maybe an airport has two cities and you show up to the wrong one. (laughs) Oh, that would be terrible. I don't think I have ever done that. I did. um, I gave a cab driver like the wrong directions once. I was in Athens, Greece, Mm. and I should have just said, go to the airport. But instead, I had the address and I gave him the address and it was wrong. And I ended up missing the flight because I didn't know the city very well. We went to totally wrong place. Oh, no. (laughs) What about you? Have you ever gone to the wrong airport like that? Yeah. When I was a kid, my dad took me down to D.C. to look at colleges. I guess I was like a junior in high school. Washington, D.C. has two airports. It's Dulles Um. and and National Airport, Reagan National. And and there's also a third one, BWI. But I think we flew into Reagan and we assumed we were flying out of Reagan, but we were supposed to fly out of Dulles. And oh. so we got there and we ended up having to get rerouted to like six different airports on the Midwest oh, and East no. Coast to get home. <laughs> oh, that would be really confusing because you would assume you're leaving from the airport you arrived. You would assume, but it, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes oh, you get weird deals and you have to. So that's why it's important to write down your flight details. You yes. still need to do that. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> but it's funny because we so we we would almost always do that on like a smartphone now, but right. we still say write down, right? I'm going to yeah. write down my flight details, even if you're not like writing physically with a pen mm. and paper, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe typing mm-hmm. it in. We still say, oh, I'm going to write down my flight details. It's kind of yeah. funny how the verbiage or, hasn't changed, but the way we do it has. Uh, interesting. Um, I usually just these days just take screenshots more often. Yes. Like a screenshot of, you know, pull up your reservations, take a shot as you have it in your phone. But then if your battery dies, you're really in trouble. So anyway. <laughs> That happened to me the other day. We, I, my husband drives a Tesla and I was driving it and my phone is my key. Yeah. So, you know, that's the way you get to the car and it opens and starts just if you have your phone on you. Mm-hmm. But my phone had died. So I couldn't mm-hmm. get in the car. I couldn't oh, no. get, I had to, my husband had to come and save me. <laughs> it <was> terrible. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's even more important now that I don't let my phone die. Right. Interesting. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's a liability for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need to have an extra key on me just in case that happens. Absolutely. And then we had one or two more, right, Aubrey? What do we have? Yeah, so get on, right? We say mm-hmm. we get on the plane when we're okay. actually ready to, you know, you know, get in, take our seat. Yeah. Okay. And then take off. So I think probably most of our listeners know these last two, right? When the yeah. flight takes off, what is the takeoff time? All that stuff. You guys probably know those ones. Yeah. So but that's it's interesting that um, both of these can't be split, right? You can't mm. say take the plane off. What? No, right? Right. The right. plane is going to take off in mm. this sense, at least, because you can use take off in other ways. But when you're talking about a plane taking off, that one, you can't um, put anything between take and off. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Whereas drop off and write down can be split. So guys, you just need to learn each set of phrasal verbs to understand what can be split and what can't. And I think the key there is just using them. Right, Aubrey? We just know because we've used it before. Exactly. Right. So speaking of which, let's do a role play and use a bunch of these and then talk about them so we can see them in example sentences and context. Okay, let's do it. So here we go. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to start. How did your flight go? Oh, it went great. I checked in the night before, so I didn't have much to worry about once I got to the airport. Oh, that's nice. If you don't have to check in when you arrive, it's pretty quick to get through security and you can just go straight to your gate. Totally. After the cab dropped me off, I picked up some food from an Italian eatery and then was able to read my book for an hour. Oh, that sounds amazing. Whenever I'm in an airport these days, I'm constantly checking in with my kids or their grandma or whoever's babysitting. I try to write down everything they'll need to know while I'm gone, but something always comes up. That's always how it is with travel, right? I check in with my family a lot, too, when I'm out of town, just to make sure everything's right when I come back home. Yeah. So once you got on the plane, did everything go smoothly? Oh, yeah. I always get a little nervous during takeoff, but it was smooth. Nice. Awesome. And you made it. Did you check into your hotel already? Yep. I already checked in and dropped off my bag. And then I picked up a drink at the coffee shop around the corner. (laughs) Nice. Good. We crammed in a bunch of them. (laughs) We did. We got them in here. So in the beginning here, just to review for our listeners here, guys, you may want to take notes, right? Because this is how we use them. Okay. So I checked in the night before. So I was, I did the digital check-in there. What else, Aubrey? Mm -hmm. And then I said, oh yeah, if you don't have to check in when you arrive, it's pretty quick. And it is interesting to, to look at how the verb tense changes your phrasal verb right? If you Mm. were using checking in, check in, checked in, it depends on the verb tense. The verb, right? So that is what you're you're conjugating, guys, is the verb, nothing else. (laughs) Yep, exactly. The particle stays the same, at least. Yeah. Yeah, When it has the same meaning. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Definitely. And then we have dropped off. How'd you use that? Yeah. So you said after the cab dropped me off. So we see Mm -hmm. we have the object in between. You can split, drop, and off. Cab Mm -hmm. dropped me off. Mm -hmm. And then you said I picked up some food from, and this is a fun word, an Italian eatery. Yeah. Do you use that word eatery? I do. Yeah, I would. (laughs) Kind of like a little, like a, is it kind of fast food or just a little cafe type thing? I feel like everywhere inside an airport airport terminal, I would call an eatery because, you know, it's never going to be really fancy. Even the nicer restaurants, it's still kind of like grab your food and eat pretty quick. Yeah. Kind of a cafeteria style type deal. Fast casual. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. And write down. So we said, you said, I'm constantly checking in with my kids, right? Mm -hmm. You're checking in with your kids. you're calling them, you're you're saying, how's it going? Is everything okay? And then you said, I try to write down everything they'll need to know. Okay. So yeah. take leaving information for them. Uh-huh. <laughs> that- yeah. If you're going to have a grandma watch the kids, you usually have to leave really detailed information, write down, you know, what time are they going to different practices? Or if oh, they have yeah. birthday parties that weekend, there's always oh, a lot to gosh. write down for whoever's going to be taking care of them. Oh, especially, I mean, you you have four kids, right? It's yes. a lot of details, right? and, but you don't have any pets, right? You don't have no. any dogs or cats. Okay, because that would add another that layer. That would add a lot more. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay. Do you have to write down directions for your dog if anyone's oh, taking care do. of him? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Lots of things. But I, I imagine if I had kids, those directions about the dog would get much thinner. You know what I mean? Priorities <laughs> <Right>. change. <laughs> Just make sure he's been fed. That's yes. all. <laughs> Just don't kill him. Yeah. We'll be happy. Keep him alive till I get back. That's all that matters. <laughs> right. And then you said, I check in with my family a lot too. 
And then we said you were talking about getting nervous during takeoff, right? Yeah. Okay, good. And then I said I checked in and dropped off my bag. Uh, Then I picked up a drink at the coffee shop around the corner. Cool. Very typical conversation, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We use all of these all the time, especially when we're talking about travel, going somewhere, checking in, getting dropped off. So this will be perfect for you guys to be able to use all of these phrasal verbs correctly and naturally the next time you travel. Yeah, I love it. And before we leave our listeners with a takeaway, I want to remind you guys to subscribe to the podcast, right, Aubrey? Because this is going to be a series. This is number one of six episodes about phrasal verbs. Yeah. Yes. Every time we're going to give you a different situation and the phrasal verbs that you would use in that situation. So you're going to want to come back, listen to all of those. So make sure you're subscribed. All Ears English, wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you got it. All right. So what should we leave our listeners with today? Well, I know you guys are all aware of how difficult phrasal verbs are, and they may have really tripped yeah. you up in the past because they each have different meanings <clears throat> depending mm-hmm. on the particle you're add you're adding, right? In, off, to. And yep. the meanings are often totally unrelated. Yeah. So I think it just really helps to learn them in context, like today's yeah. verbs about traveling, and that mm-hmm. way it'll be more easy to remember the meaning of each one and use them correctly. Yeah, exactly. And guys, make it your own, right? If you want to have a conversation like this, where you practice these phrasal verbs with a native, share your stories, throw in a memory you have about travel. Don't keep English in the textbook, right? Don't keep it static and flat. Make it dynamic and make it alive in your heart, right? And the way to do that is to share things about yourself with that other person, okay? So have fun with it. That's the key. Yes, exactly, right? Use that opportunity to make a connection with whoever you're talking about, share your stories. That's what makes language fun. Anyone, native or not, they're going to be happy to talk to you because you're interesting, you're engaging, you're sharing personal information. Awesome. All right, Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. I'll see you on the next one in this series. Looking forward to it. Yes, I'll see you then. Bye. All right, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.